the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Milberger's in South Texas on 930. I don't hear Milton Blake. There we go. Whoops, how's that? Is that better? Yeah, that's quite good. All right. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we're live here at Milberger's. Are you familiar with the term elder abuse, Milton? Uh, you ever heard that terminology? I have heard that terminology. Are you accusing me of elder? Why? Calvin and I sitting on the porch in the hundred degree weather. That's uh, elder abuse. Uh, okay, well, y'all, y'all talk to the man. If if Calvin and I f- uh, fall over in the floor, just disregard it so, or ignore it. I can't just give you the mic and let no. you just work from the floor. <laughs> well, Calvin used to. <laughs> Yeah, I used to interview Calvin in the restroom there at the county uh, the county office. That's hard to believe that I survived all that. <laughs> but he was very cordial sitting on the toilet right? floor. Who knew? <laughs> all right. Well, it is a little warm. Not yet. No, it, this afternoon is going to be. I think at four o'clock is the hottest. Oh. Is that what it is? And I don't think it's the. So, uh, yeah, so are you going to let us go before four o'clock? Yeah, you can you can leave it after at two. You can leave oh, if okay. you like. Okay. But uh, uh, it's, the, it's the it's uh, the heat index. I think that's supposed to be really that damn heat index. I know. I've, it, I've, it, it ruins everything. Oh, have, is that it? I have. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she did. She didn't say that they are extremely hard to find. The first time. Oh, what's on the tag? What's on the tag? Can we can we bar- can give give Calvin the tag? We're we had a plant that we, uh, we, uh, oh, salvia, this is a slightly different species. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we were looking for, uh, yeah. Naplia. Cat, cat mint blue prelude. Oh, yeah. cat mint. It's yeah. cat mint? Oh, okay. Different from catnip. Cat mint. Right? Yeah. Uh, thank you. All right. <laughs> so. I, uh. I'd have never got it. I need your, I may need your help. I was, I was thinking. Uh-oh. I've got to mow the lawn. Yeah, and I don't want to do it this afternoon. Okay, so if or I, tomorrow. So you're both doctors. Yeah. If I could get a note from the doctor okay. saying I don't have to do it, that would be great. Okay. We'll no, that. that's only old people that don't have to do that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Although in the morning, uh, in the morning it would have been better. Yeah, I, I I did the same thing you did. I said, I wonder if I have time to mow that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, I said, yeah, probably not. The, there's a little breeze blowing, luckily, onto the porch. So yeah. 
That feel, that feels nice. Right, yeah. Right now, this this surprises me. This is more comfortable than I expected. And we can turn the uh, other fan on. I just turn one on. I can turn both of them. The one that goes to him. Goes no, to it him. rotates. Y'all, well, y'all uh-huh. should get. Uh-huh. You mean there? there's one that doesn't go to him? Uh, I don't know. I Seems don't like I remember one. Really? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? I keep hearing a beeping. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's my. It's oh, my. I bet it is. Yeah, is that it what it is? That's uh, it. Uh oh. Low glucose alarm. Oh no. What do oh, we do? There, there he goes. Well, well, you you know, just make sure he falls on a flat place. <laughs> heat heat exhaustion and oh. low glucose. Low. Okay. Let me see. Well, we'll, have, well, I can see us now, Milton. You'll have Ooh. to say. Is there a doctor in the house? Is there a doctor in the house? Yeah. Okay. Usually melted. We need to send somebody over to Circle K to get you some. Uh, yeah, I need a drink. Does this machine work? Yeah. You got you got money? You need you got a dollar? I got you. I got you. All right. This is exciting radio. Here. There you go. All right. See if that works for you. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three. I got. We got it. We got it. Oh, oh, that's that may be better. He's just taking money now from us. <laughs> Jerry's going to do this every week. Yeah, you'd think we'd learn oh, it. Oh, 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 what happened? Don't fold that chair. Uh, so let's see. Jerry's going to go, if I can borrow or just take $2 every week, that's $4 a weekend. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be an interesting situation if he wasn't at his current age. Yeah. Because that won't, won't last. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. There were no cookies. Oh, you didn't go get you the coffee. I wonder if there were any cookies by the coffee today. I don't know. Maybe you could go run during the break and, and Mary see. Mary would have let us know, wouldn't you? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, uh, Mary, are there any cookies by the coffee? No, unfortunately. Okay. Mary, will you help that old man over there? I already got somebody. Uh, no, this, no, this old man. No. Okay. All right. So again, 210-308-8867, the number to call. All right. It's busy here at Mill Burgers. Uh, everybody, uh, Mary said. Well, but it's comfortably busy. Yes. It's actually, that's a good point. Uh, the, the, I'm looking at the uh, the lines, and there weren't there aren't any lines. David Rodriguez spoke today, but he had to go. Uh, somewhere afterwards, so he couldn't stay and hang around. Uh, but um, yeah. I, also, I also like it when I look out there and yeah. I can see uh, experienced, knowledgeable staff that are spread around the uh, lots of plants, lots of color. Yeah. And uh, and then lots of staff. Yeah. So you'll get lots of help. Yeah, and you can yeah if you have questions like. Uh, this uh, this uh, young gardener did just that we were talking to the, about the cat mint. We didn't know. I, Jer- Jerry and I didn't know what uh, what she was talking about when she was talking about the uh, what did she call it? Napola or yeah, nap. We I, I thought she was saying Napa, and it was Napia, Napola, Napa. Yeah. So she went and asked uh, Mary from the staff, and Mary. Had figured it out, and it was cat mint. And between them, they found lots of cat mint, and uh, she was very happy. Yeah, Mary's very good. Actually, 
Paul Milberger's staff is really, yeah, really talented. Yeah, they're they're sharp and on the ball. <laughs> now they're playing a game with it. <laughs> She's trying to help Jerry. Yeah. All right. Um, but, yeah, you can come on out. We've got all kinds of plants. The purple, the blue plumbago looks great. Gosh, it sure does. Yeah. Um, obviously, they got a, a new group of it because it's loaded with blooms. Wow. And we've got the uh, Rio Grande Gold Peppers. I didn't realize the one that wasn't hot was called Sweet. That's, yeah. that's what is that ge that generally the term if it's either hot or sweet well no it isn't but in this case because of the the, the seed situation and the uh, source uh, that that was a convenient distinction because we 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 have the gardeners that prefer the hot pepper and then the gardeners that prefer the sweet i'm i'm one of those that likes the, the sweet who's this milton no oh, you're giving it back we we nice no, yours you take it um where'd you go we figured you start doing the math and say well if i can get two dollars from these guys every week hmm. <laughs> but you got but it she got it you got okay good well, finally worked the dollars didn't work oh where'd you get With another young lady did she, a, from did she have another demonstrating the helpful people here at Melburgers? Yeah. She used her credit card. Oh, that was nice get, of her. Get the drink and save my life. Yeah, that was nice and of I her. Guess, and I gave her a dollar. Okay, that worked out. Now take your drink. <laughs> yeah, uh, get get your drink. Okay. All right. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the you, number to call to be a part of the... You should, uh, should you have huh? taken orange? Is orange faster than Coke uh, to get your sugar levels up? Any of the okay. drinks, so rather yeah, so than diet. Uh, yeah, they were always t telling me orange juice was uh, fast. Yeah, yeah. That, they don't have orange juice over here. <laughs> All right. Uh, Milton, I need some help from you. Uh-huh. Going down the aisle, the door going down the front entrance. On the left there. Yeah. One, two, three. The fourth deal on the, uh -huh. on the left. I need that uh, uh, plant identified. Is that Gold Star Esperanza? Yeah, it is, Milton. How did you know? Because it's full of yellow blooms. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that's hard to miss. In fact, as you look down the row, I was trying to figure out where you were going, and I pretty much knew that's the plant you were going to talk about. The funny thing about it is the, uh, it's in front of uh, the red one. Mm. That's uh, offspring of uh, yeah. Gold Star. In other words, in the breeding. I don't remember the name of that other one. It's, I know it's, it's more fall. It yeah. doesn't bloom as often. That's it. But it has, <laughs> but it has the reddish orange. Yeah. I think Trace, Trace said they started off maroon, they go to orange, or vice versa. Yeah, but it doesn't bloom much. Well, or it blooms well in the fall. No. Or it doesn't even bloom well. Okay. No, I said the color it, is the. Uh, the color is the unique but, thing. But in terms yeah. of the length of bloom, it's not. So not it, competitive. If, if you have Esperanza, if any of our audience has Esperanza growing. 
and it's not blooming by now, dig it out or cut it down. And you put, mean uh, mean mine that has bloomed <laughs> uh, faithfully for 12 years? I should cut only in the fall, right? <laughs> no, no. no, it always blooms all the time. Yeah, but it's not blooming now. It's just it's finally it's go it's about three foot tall. No, oh, without a bloom. Okay, those are less than three feet. Uh, yeah, are those in gallons? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I, but I, uh, it's a uh, one factor. There is that mine is uh, ending ending up in a little shade. It's oh. kind of st- it's got the uh, oh. Our te- Texas Mountain Laurel. Yeah. Paul Cox's that he gave me, and then <laughs> then he's got then the uh, orange flowered uh, starts with the uh, pomegranates. Yeah. And plus pecans, they're all kind of growing over there. So, so mine has been a little slower. Oh. Ma'am, do you need something? Okay. Has been a little slower um, to bloom. I and. Yeah. At least this year, and part of it was too the uh, uh, some of them, Jerry. I think took it on the chin from the freeze a little more than others did. Yeah. But in my neighborhood, none of the uh, none of none of the Esperons are are going strong so far. But hmm. most okay. of the places there, here they are. But uh, uh, see, uh, give us a give us a report on what your Esperons is. Yeah. Well, what we're talking about here is that usually Jerry and I expect the Esperanzas to be uh, blooming by this time if they got some foliage. Yeah, if they're uh, three feet or more, either they're full bloom or either they've got uh, buds, yeah. lots of buds on top. Now, I didn't look close. I could, they could have buds there, but I didn't. Uh, I did, I no, know, know I, I checked to see if there was any yellow coloring yet, but none yet. But that's not Gold Star, is it? Yeah. You said it was that old? I, I thought you said it was 11 years old. Well, I was just uh, estimating how long, but it's. I got it here, and it was Gold Star. Oh, and, okay. And it's always, okay. always boomed. Yeah. Okay, so they're a little slower. But but I, but there, I, I do alert everybody that there's a lot of factors there. That co- Those freezing temperatures might have been a factor. Yeah. If they're... It's in the shade now, more than more than it used to be. Might be a factor. Yeah. But well, the overall, the expectation is that it's going to bloom. Lots early. of lantana. Uh, hey, what's up? All right. Two. I know. Did, did, all right. You um, did you have a question? No, he's just checking with us. Oh, you're just kind of okay. Just making sure we're okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. Kevin's uh, writing about uh, small trees in medium. his article today. Huh? Medium trees. Medium, oh, medium, medium trees. Day? Yeah, okay. Because my article next Saturday is more medium trees. <laughs> more. And he mentioned uh, vitex and Japanese plum or loquat. They're going strong right now. <laughs> yeah, there's probably no fruit on them, right? Uh, there's some, but not much. Yeah, mm-hmm. the freeze is really... Yeah, knocked them back. Um, and, and, that, 
I'm surprised you didn't mention how great that uh, Texas persimmons makes uh, preserves out of cattle. I, I didn't. I, I yeah, got, I'm proud got of fascinated you. by how <laughs> much it attracts the birds. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of the um, and aqua is the same, same way. They the whole the whole plant when, when the fruit's ripening gets loaded with uh, birds, all different kinds yeah. of birds. And the whole thing looks like it's alive, like yeah. it's jello or something. <laughs> they like they like oriental persimmons too. The birds do. You know, with our, with our Texas persimmon, the fruit's so big, yeah, that they have to kind of pull it apart. Even the <laughs> even the woodpeckers, yeah, rip it apart. So it's really kind <laughs> of a looks like ooh wow, what mean birds those are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyway, uh, good article. And uh, Calvin took the uh, deer deer uh, population problem yeah. and transferred it to his article. He says, <laughs> talking about Vitex, he says, <laughs> I get it, uh, that some people say, that uh, the newest selections available in retail nursery are described as, and this is in quotes, not being invasive. All right. That's right. Some gardeners spend time pruning off the spent flowers to extend the blooming. That's true. Well, I've never had, when I uh, first moved into that neighborhood about 25 years ago, uh, gosh, we, we had uh, we had uh, seven or eight Vitex in here. And, uh, as the, far old, as I, the old fashioned type. Yeah. I mean, the old one. But as far as I can tell, uh, we didn't have uh, any seedlings. Seedlings, yeah. But uh, I've, I've retained one because it's where all my bird feeders yeah you know it's just a, it's almost like a horizontal the, the thing <laughs> thing is you can manage those vitex so oh yeah so don't have to worry about how much you cut them uh, back yeah and so it's just a long it's like a 30 foot horizontal uh shrub and when jerry's talking about managing it for maximum flowers and kind of upright uh but short uh, short uh, plants. Yeah, you can cut them back. Uh, and I'm I'm managing it kind of long too. I get some of the booms, but I get yeah. the, but I get the the shape I want so that I can have all my feeders spread. Out. <laughs> yeah, uh, the first vitex I ever saw in Texas was in the yard of uh, uh, Miss Coke Stevenson out of uh, out of Telegraph, te- Texas, or Junction, right outside of Junction. And it was a big tree, 20 feet tall, and uh, she was proud of it. I, at that time, I didn't know that you could cut them to the ground, and knowing Miss Coke Stevenson, I doubt if she would have, <laughs> she'd have killed me if I'd have said, "Let's cut it to the ground." No, I mean it was over her house, over the roof of her oh. house. So it's a big thing, but uh, that's a good plan. We we had. They planted some next to the citrus at, at the botanical garden. And one time, uh, 
I was out there, I guess, working on the blue bonnets or something. And uh, Scott, you know, the uh-huh. main guy, still out there, by the way. And uh, he came by and said, will it hurt these plants if I cut them to the ground? Because they were dead looking and everything. I said, absolutely not. You cut them flat to the ground. And he did, and in a year, a year or six months later, they're back to the original height. So they're fast growing. All right, we need to take a break, and then go. We're going to talk to Bert and Barb. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Texas is going to feature Mama songs all weekend. Hey, real quick before we go to the phone lines, I'll tell you about Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Uh, this is a nice day also. You uh, maybe want to spend it in the morning or late in the afternoon or the evening out on the deck, and that, that deck is not looking great. It can. It can look like new again. Barry Hagendorf can help you with that. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf is the place to call, and you can see the, uh, the impact that he can, he can make on that deck. When you go to deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, give them a call, 210-822-9147. Barry loves this stuff. He is what I call a deck stain geek. And you'll know it instantly, but, boy, does he know his stuff. And he's fun to talk to. He's a great guy. Uh, But it's Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care, 210-822-9147 or deckandpatiocare.com. All right. Let's see who's on the line with us. I think we have Bert. Sorry, I got Got, got Bert up on the line. Hey, Bert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? All right, and yourselves, uh, you guys must have some air conditioning out there or something because oh, it's yes. very warm. It's nice. <laughs> We're tough. Uh, uh, what brings me up is I called up, I think it was like two or three weeks ago when I found uh, the one, it was called the Topsy Turvy. And you said Jerry was the expert on that. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh man, he's been more. He's been topsy turvy more times than (laughs) than anybody in agriculture. (laughs) Well, well, actually, the one that I got, I wish I had six or seven more because I live in an apartment complex, and I have cucumbers growing out of it, uh, peppers, and everything. I was like, man. I don't know how this thing happened exactly, but it actually happened very greatly. That's all I'll say. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, well, uh, good. I'm glad it's working for you. Now, uh, what when you're before you plant it, uh, you're using a potting mix, I guess. And, yes, uh, I used a good I used a good potting mix, and I just put three plants in it. Okay. How, how did you how do you fertilize it? Um, I got uh, what is son of a gun. I use organite, and I use another one. Um, well, uh, <laughs> what's the main what's the main plant uh, people that? Medina. I don't. 
Well, I the use a, I use their mix. It's just like I I make okay. I got those little packets and stuff, and I just put it in once in a while. Okay, and but how do you I'm fertilize the plants I'm, I'm, once they get I'm, going? Well, yeah, it's like I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking to y'all, and the leaves. The leaves on the cucumbers are like twice the size of my hands, and I'm I'm not a big great man, but okay. I'm not a small man. <laughs> and I'm just like that. Ah. I was like, okay, I just want to let you know, it actually works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a- anyway, I would recommend that you. Well, of course, you're doing something right if if it's working for you. But uh, what I used to do to grow a lot of uh, large fruit and everything was when I'm before I before we plant I mix into the plant I mean into the potting mix that I'm going to fill the tops with uh, some Osmocote Osmocote plus and mix a copious amount in there you can't burn the plant and it'll okay. release it'll release the whole release fertilized nutrients the whole growing season of the plants. Okay, then I'll ask you one other question. How is bone meal for a, um, to mix in with the potting soil? It 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 won't do much it won't do any harm and it won't do much good. Okay, so it's not worth the effort or the expense. No. But you can mix it in if you want to. <laughs> No, it doesn't no, hurt a thing. I'm, no, I'm I'm just like uh, I'll get just some good mix, and that's it. But I just want to let y'all know it's just like, uh, when I I just found it at the at a Goodwill store when I was walking by, and that was <laughs> okay. And well, good. I'm, I'm glad uh, you're using it. Is it is it uh, Ben Ben? Uh, is there a signature from Jerry Parsons on it? Yeah, on the containers. <laughs> you guys are Some, too great. I you guys, man, yeah. yeah. Do you remember when he was doing sometimes all, that, all I've, that research? Yeah, on, on the top seeing the tomatoes and the. Yeah. Sometimes I've seen them, Bert, uh, from well, one frugal man I, I to think, another. Uh, I think there's a uh, picture of Jerry on Plant Answers in um, sky blue, bell bottom blue. Um, oh, wait a minute. That wasn't me. Wow. <laughs> He's in his disco outfit and everything. What's he doing? Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> I just happened. I I just happened to be like y'all said. Plant answers. I looked it up and it was Jerry. It said Jerry Parsons. All right. And I was like, okay. And there okay. he was in in bell bottom. <laughs> I wish. All right. you. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't tell. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think he knows that picture yeah. is on his site. Plantanswers.com is such a good resource. We yeah, don't want, I, we don't want everybody avoiding it. Yeah, I had to take you that take that down <laughs> because I was getting too many solicitations. From oh, but no, I just wanted to tell. Her, I, I'm like, I just think it's like uh, it was a good idea. Um, even it survived all the storms and everything. And all yeah. of it, it drained. It drained very well. That's yeah. Cool. That's the problem. It, on it'll get wind. You got to protect it from the wind. All right. It'll blow it down. Thank okay. you, Bert. Yeah, Bert. Keep us informed. All right. Yeah. I'll take care. Have a good all day. Right, you take care. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Barb is on the line. 
Hi there, Barb. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you all doing? Good, good. What's going on? Well, um, three, I did have two items, but now I've got three real quick ones. Um, <laughs> okay. When, when will the peaches be in the stores again? The peaches? The first one. When will they be in the stores again? Yeah, um, you know, ripe, ready to eat. Yeah, uh, June. Uh, now, do you mean the trees or you mean the actual no, peaches? No, the produce. The produce, the produce. Okay. I think next week. Yeah, June should should work. Cool. Or, uh, okay, I've been <laughs> now waiting the, the really good ones, uh, I mean the free stones and things, probably yeah. July. July. Okay, good. Okay, now, that's something to look forward yeah, but to. But once they start, they'll come fast and hard. Yeah, but we'll, we, right. if we if I, I imagine our person will be out front selling again. I and cannot wait. Have, when, yeah, because we Jerry and I were just talking about uh, my... Peaches, Texas, uh, Florida King. Florida King is uh, turning color already. It's full size. Oh, and that is so, so good. I hope they'll, they they'll be ready in the, my backyard. They'll be ready in a week. Oh, that, that is that so, mountain. so good. Backyard news. ready uh, in a week. Okay. Uh, second question I have is on my Miss Figgy tree. I have a little Figgy tree that I love. I've gotten some really nice figs off of it. And I have it in a pot. And I kept it alive and well during the bad freeze we had. And it's got little uh, figs on it right now uh, forming. My question is, I want to propagate or start up some other plants from that from that uh, tree. Uh, when, how would I do it and when should I do it? Well, uh, now that's a slow-growing fig. Is it uh, got... Uh four four inch branches on it that you can oh yes i've had this for years and oh. I've, actually, I've actually uh had harvested some uh figs off of that tree okay you you'll just get some stems uh i imagine it's leafed out since you protected it oh yeah they're they're, they're beautiful how tall, how tall is it now it's in a container and how it's tall in a container it? it's like a little bush yeah and I, I can't put it in the ground because I live out here in Wilson County sand, and that tells you right there what <laughs> what you need to know. You, you can feed the gophers out there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they the love that. You got those too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how, a, anyway, uh, how tall is it? It's um, golly, about I don't know, like a bush, like a big bush. Three to four inch feet. Oh yeah. Oh okay. You should have some uh, four to five inch stem, new stems on it. Yes, I do. I do have that. Okay. Uh, cut them longer if you can get them. Yes, I can. And, and uh, get uh, immediately after you cut them, dip them in a rutone powder. Okay. And stick them in uh, perlite. Okay. In a container. Yeah, in a in container. You can stick multiple ones in that container. Okay. And uh, the, the, they'll, they'll sprout. I mean, yeah, after you cut them and stick them, they will sprout. But don't think they're rooted yet until they have a, a elongated uh, stem on them. Okay. 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 Uh, so I can do that any time of the year. 
And, yeah. I, and I would just put it on like a, on a table in the well, in semi shade. Just leave it up there. Yeah, and probably in full shade would be better. Oh, full shade. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm you might you might you that. might want to put a a little plastic bag over them to keep the humidity high in there. Oh, okay. But normally, figs root pretty easily. But these, if I remember right, some discussions you had, the, these guys are, the, the little ones are not as easy to That may be, maybe. I never have tried to root a little yeah. one. Jerry's on plantanswers.com, there's a pretty detailed discussion of uh, rooting figs. Yeah. I say, uh, didn't, it just like you would root roses. Okay. Then <laughs> you could use Milton's article. Well, good luck that. finding it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give you something to do in this heat. <laughs> there you go. Uh, also, Michelle right. uh, mentioned it on your ad about having, or you have for sale, the um, sweet potato vine. I, I, yeah. I can do a testimony on this. This is that is the most incredibly beautiful ground cover in a shaded area. Oh, I mean, yeah. I have enjoyed using those for you know for several years. And this is the first time I've seen this where I had it out there and, uh, you know, I watered it and take care of it. Uh, now I have little uh, sweet potatoes that have come up on their own from that sweet potato vine. Oh, yeah. And it's so, so it's starting a whole new crop of nice, beautiful um, uh, ground cover again. I just there wanted you go. Share that with you. This is something to look forward to. Anybody's going to buy it, they're going to enjoy it and and yeah. look forward to that. Yeah, that's uh, it makes a underground root, uh, which is a sweet potato. And they yeah. are on sale here at Millburgers. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we talked about it in the ad. I just was oh. thinking about it, and I've been I've been watching this one. I looked at it <laughs> and dug around the the grass. And uh-huh. there's a little sweet potato sitting there. <laughs> hmm. Well, now oh. one thing about it is, do you have multiple sprouts coming yes. up? Multiple yes. shoots? Yes. In from the same, that. in the same area? Uh-huh. On the same area around this oak tree that I have out there. Okay. And during the um, the late spring and summer and all that, it's just, it fans out into a beautiful, beautiful ground cover. Oh, yeah. Now, one thing you can do, a sweet potato is uh, roots on either end. I mean, it's very easy to root. So you can take uh, those shoots <laughs> that are coming up and divide them. Oh. You don't even have to dig the potato, the original sweet potato up, but just pull them apart uh-huh. and cut them as low as you can cut them. Okay. And... Uh, They'll they root very easily. Oh, how nice! So you can That's spread them all over the place. For me. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for all your knowledge, and I look forward to your show every week. So. Thank you, Barb. Thank you. That's sweet. And happy right. Happy Mother's Day to all. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day to you too. Uh, thank you. Have a good day. You too. Take care. All right. That'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867-210-308-8867. I was just saying Calvin was paying attention. I was, beginning, I was getting ready to say that when you did Barry's uh, yeah. uh, phone number promotion, 
that you didn't mention. You haven't mentioned invite your mother-in-law oh. to sit on the deck. No, I'll have to. I have to mention that tomorrow. This would be a good weekend to do that. Oh, geez. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't paying attention because I had just seen that uh, I didn't make the right decision on my white pinkas that I was oh, waiting, oh. waiting to. Oh. <laughs> and another gardener just bought the whole, the whole, a whole wagon. Oh no! Them, which is all of them. They're not yeah. nothing better than those. Uh, yeah, they're those on white sale too. Pinkas. In the four-inch pot, they're four for five dollars. Yeah, that's a good price. Yeah, especially it's <laughs> it's the only price if you have deer. Yeah, because uh, we we talked about <laughs> that the uh, the deer won't touch Vinka. We you know we put it out on the radio. If anybody had ever planted Vinka and the deer ate, yeah, we got called one, him one guy, one guy. Yeah, and I was I think. I think he was inebriated. No, I don't think he was. But <laughs> perhaps he was mistaken. You know, another another plant that uh, that we've spent a lot of time promoting and enjoying is uh, milkweed, the tropical milkweed, mm-hmm. and that's another one that the deer don't have any interest in. I was just oh. noticing the test pl- the test plants that I'd put out. Yeah, they're growing up. Didn't eat them, huh? It didn't eat them. I'm still having trouble with them uh, leaving half of my uh, uh, iris alone. I can't quite figure <laughs> out why they eat half the garden and don't eat. Yeah, that's don't deer eat the other half. doing yeah. crazy things. Hey, now, oh. uh, you think, I don't guess that's going to hurt the deer if they if they eat uh, uh, milk, uh, tropical milkweed, if those microbes I think be get in their gut. Although I saw a gardener there. That he was, was eating looking, it? No, was looking at the... Um, Underside of the leaves? No, no, the little uh, sucking insects. Uh, uh, the aphids? Aphids. Uh. <laughs> and I, I could just see his, his years of gardening coming through. <laughs> aphids. Aphids. Uh. I don't want aphids on my plants. Oh, okay. I was, I was halfway uh, you, motivated to say... Don't worry. This, yeah. this is for the butterflies. Those aren't for <laughs> you, you, you raising anything. Yeah, those those aphids uh, usually are are gone when the hot weather comes. Oh, well. Okay. And the uh, the other thing is that uh, on the uh, milkweed, the uh, uh, predators. Yeah, that's true. The ladybugs and mm-hmm. they have time to develop on there because we don't we don't <laughs> control the aphid. Yep. And so pretty pretty soon you got all all life stages of uh, Lady ladybugs bug. there, and then you've got some of the other uh, those of the big the big <laughs> cumbersome uh, oh yeah uh, uh, predators too. What are they? They uh, <laughs> I can't think of it. But anyway, they it's a uh, yeah. It's, it's well, there, there's. Uh, I think uh, uh, the uh, the. Uh, Can you guess, yeah, Jerry and no. I are old age. Spare, you know? uh, <laughs> the uh, praying mantis. I think they eat them. Oh, oh yeah, but I, I, I was thinking of others. Another, at least one other species of predator yeah. too. But anyway, that that is a. Uh, it's kind of a. You got to get into the, used to the idea that the, yeah. that your milkweed is planted uh, to be 
of nectar source and also for a, 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 a egg laying yeah. source. And the the aphids don't make any difference. No. Uh, let let the ladybugs eat the aphids. All right, we need to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Do us some bragging or ask a question at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Yes, big time. I bet he got her some more roses after those didn't do well. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, I'm going to tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If it's bugging you, and maybe it's not aphids, but it's something else in your home like ants, could be fleas, could bed be bugs? roaches. Could be bed bugs, absolutely. <laughs> Spider-Man does a lot of bed bug treatments. He oh, works, yeah. Spider-Man does termite treatments and stuff. He works for both homeowners and corporations and businesses here in San Antonio, and I think that's important. For you, when I met Spider-Man, he was working for a local business, a local restaurant, and that's how they they introduced me because uh, they needed to find someone that could get rid of those because that, their livelihood depended they, on it. Their health inspections depended they on. They said, it. "Did they say, despite the fact that he looks like a bed bug, this is Milton, not a bed bug?" Yeah, no. don't don't kill him. <laughs> leave, leave him alone. So, uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, call them and help. That they'll be the last pest control company you call because they'll get the job done. Two one zero. Six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one, and you can find them online. It's easy. Go go spidermanpest dot com. Go spidermanpest Go see the reviews and all the services they do there at Spiderman. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Should we talk about my book find? <laughs> I guess so. Your book find? Yeah, you my get book find. Find for having a book too. No, long? find find. Oh. So if you if you use Project Gutenberg. Uh, or the Gutenberg Project, I think is what it's called. There are all these old books that are, are, uh, are archived on there. This one I saw today, I was looking for books on Texas. And you can put them on your Kindle. You can read them uh, any way you want. They have text files, too. But this was cool. It was called, where's the title? Uh, the uh, Where is the title? Oh, man, i got to <laughs> blow it up. Uh, it was Honeybees. Texas Honey Plants, C.E. Sandberg and E.E. Scholl by the uh, Texas Agricultural Experiment Stations. All right. But it's all over, right? Yeah, it's all over Texas. Yeah. It's, uh, you got any plants you want me to look up? It's fun to kind of look because this is from 1909, and some of the stuff we still talk about today Oh, yeah. Um, I was curious what, there was something called a mountain grapevine, and they do describe it as a vine, but I was wondering, it sounds an awful lot like mountain laurel. 
Uh, no, no, we had a, they had a, got is that. Is there something called Mountain Grapevine, or, they, or in 1909 it would have been called Mountain Laurel? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's see. But we've got a, a one a write up uh, done by a old time horticulturist back in that t- day, mm-hmm. and uh, his name was Friend, uh, W W R Friend, uh, just like Friend and Oh, okay. Oh, and uh, it's on plantanswers.com. And it's uh, Plants of the Rio Grande Valley. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, <laughs> that guy did a wonderful job of that because, you know, we think we got a lot of plants around here. But when you start wanting to map all the plants in the Rio Grande Valley, you're looking at tropicals, subtropicals. Uh, all sorts of plants in the river. He did a wonderful job with that. And this he, he he's passed. Man. Oh, is this is it a PDF? Can we download it from your site? I think it's scanned on there. I think you can right. actually look at it. Okay. But, I mean, but yeah, but I want to read it on my Kindle when I'm, you know, when you're driving. Yeah, when I'm driving. <laughs> I don't know what. All right, I, I'll, I'll, it was scanned. Right. The original was scanned. Uh, when 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 I, I I like history stuff quite a bit, and when I was looking for it, I only there was only one copy that the people knew of, and I borrowed that from a a nurseryman, a good nurseryman in the Rio Grande Valley, and uh, he 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 wouldn't have let anybody else but me have that plant. Because he said it's like his Bible. Oh, okay. He had a nursery in the room. That's cool. And, uh, but he let me use it, and we got it scanned and put it on Plant Answers. Well, at that time, yeah, plantanswers.com. All right, so I'll read off some of the plants in this, and you can tell me whether the first one that you think is a good honey, a good honey producer. And then I'll, we'll check and see what these guys said in 1909. Well, here. I've got, oh, well, I can. Uh, w, man. Okay. Why is it spelled W? <laughs> it's not on here. I guess it's I've got walnut, a water leaf, watermelon, water oak, <laughs> white brush. Water oak down there? Yeah. You want me to see what that says about water oak? Yeah. Okay. Now, I just. It doesn't have any pollen. I mean, it is. It says, wet grounds extending from South Atlantic states to the valley. There you go. The Valley of Colorado. It says, college, I don't know what that means, along creeks and streams, scarce, and scattering pollen. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Uh, Blackjack oaks, black willow, cottonwood necklace, (laughs) green briar or cat briar. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that should be that good. Oh, honey, honey yield is fair. Bees work on it well, but short of duration. Eight, just in April. Abundant in the Rio Grande Valley and the Pecos. And what is it? Uh, green green briar. briar or cat briar. Green briar is that green. Yeah, with leaf, stickers. Shiny on. leaf, yeah. I, okay. I can't imagine that being. It's got blooms on it. Yeah, sorghum. But not, some honey on not sorghum. Very often. Yeah. yeah, but this is just fun. Uh, it's fun to see the, uh, oh, here it is, Acacia, Greg I. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Okay, is that the, uh, well, yeah. also known, oh, really? Oh, same thing, also known as Paradise Flower, Cat's Claw, 
Oh. Or devil's claw. Oh, Calvin. Okay, here's yeah, what it's. That's not the, the vine. <laughs> the vine is different. I saw a cat's claw, that this plant, someplace else. So, and that uh-huh. remi- reminded Ooh. me of the fact that we, we talked a lot about the cat's claw vine. In dry These or, are two separate plants. In dry or rocky soil. Yeah. Texas, New Mexico. Oh, this is, uh, oh, I guess this report is from Floresville. That must be what it means. Yeah. Floresville. All over southwest Texas. Honey yield very abundant. A main yielder of fine quality honey in April. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's the best uh, honey. Okay. Wild plum, peach, dewberry. Blueberry? Dew. 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 Do do berry. Okay. Do. Well, if they got it all over the, if they get used, got it from all different parts of Texas, that may yeah. be blueberries. Oh, okay. Cucumber, watermelon. Yeah, it's just kind of fun to look at the plants. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Two one zero three zero. So you find it at Gut- the Gutenberg Project, and it's free. Bernie is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Bernie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing better than I deserve. Oh, uh, good. What's going on? I bought a bougainvillea and put it in a pot, and it wasn't doing well. And I went to look at it, and it is full of ants. Does that have something to do with why it's not doing well? <laughs> Probably not. Well, is that, uh, how long were the ants in there? I don't know. I mean, I planted it maybe two weeks ago, and I on it today, and it, it's almost like the pot is the anthill. It's just oh. full of them. Oh. Yeah, well, that's that's common. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm, I'm sure it's like 10 to 20 percent of containers. Uh, yeah. You can expect to get some ants in there. Oh, yeah. And, Good, uh, uh, but they it'll take a little longer than two weeks for them to, yeah. to uh, bother the plant. Did you plant it? Did you plant the yeah. plant? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. When you when you knocked it out of the pot, were the ants in the pot? No. But it, no, in the plant I bought, and I don't think there were. I would have noticed that. That's so right. If you planted what, it. What? Uh, what kind of plant was it? Bougainvillea. Oh, okay. Just get, you got any kind of uh, about two insecticide? Minutes. Oh, yeah, I did, uh, oh, what is that, a beneficial nematode today. Of course, that's not going to take care of it today. No, but. no. Just any, anything, if you got uh, spinosad or uh, yeah. any, any, of the, any insecticide will take them out of that container. Yeah, now before, oh, okay. before you start killing them, do you know what kind of ant is? Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, I think they're fire ants. What makes you think that? Because they bit me. Oh, okay. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> and, and they're going to, that was their first mistake, wasn't it, Bernie? <laughs> it was. They're dead. I'm going to tell them. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us how it goes, Bernie. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll put okay. the on But everybody out there, remind everybody that the containers are fair game. Oh, yeah. Because we're, we're even when it's hot like this, we're watering them all the time, and so they... Uh, fire ants really do prosper in a container. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, they, it's a big problem with uh, 
nursery producers. Mm. I mean, oh, wholesale producers. Uh, like I told y'all the other day, uh, at, they, at, uh, at the old color spot nursery, the big nursery out of, off of uh, 1604 and I-90, uh, they used to put Myrex or Ant Killer down by, with an airplane. Oh, wow. over it. Hey, we need to take a break and get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867 is our number. It's We're getting warm, here. Milton. It's getting a little warmer. There's a breeze, though. Back in a moment, right here at Millburgers on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. Uh, so, yes, sir? I oh, it. I just wanted to remind everybody, uh, tomato contest. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, June 4th. June. Is it June 4th? Yeah, June 4th, you're right. And uh, so... You should, uh, let's see, I was looking at my tomatoes this, this morning, and uh, the seems like the uh, large variety should be setting some fruit. And, uh, of course, the, BA, the BHNs were doing a pretty good job <laughs> of setting, uh, setting fruit, too. So, J- Jerry, give them a, maybe give them a little rundown. Uh, uh, they, they've probably been planted since uh, April 1. Yeah. So that's over a month that... Probably time to fertilize again, isn't it? Yep. It's, uh, what do you recommend? Use a side side dress of uh, nineteen five nine, uh, slow release fertilizer. What about if they're in containers? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, you need to use a. Uh, well, if they hadn't put any fertilizer on them at all, uh, I would recommend they use uh, copious amounts of Osmocote Plus. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, use a water-soluble fertilizer at least every two weeks, sometimes every time you water. And it's it's amazing how much progress, how fast they'll oh, respond. Oh, yeah, they'll respond quickly. So, and Jerry, um, where do they get the particulars? Uh, you, you know, half of the... Uh, uh, Half of the success in in the tomato contest is if you you follow the how to how to display them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This is a uh, let's see. It's on on uh, <laughs> May twenty first. Oh no! You no. said you're going to have your article on May twenty first. Yeah, it's Saturday, June fourth, according and to Trace. But we'll confirm that. But. Yeah. But. Uh, Anyway, uh, on plantanswers.com, look up, uh, do a search in the first search engine for uh, displaying tomatoes. I I think that would find you. If I get a chance, I might put it on our topics of the month before uh, that happens. And... uh 
the tra- you know the, 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 there's several different categories. Yeah. Tra- go for go for the biggest one, and uh, sometimes you pick a plant. I think some of our gardeners that have been real successful, they do. They might have uh, the, the the plant designated for the big tomatoes, and sometimes it's our it's our purple one, an old yeah. fashioned. Uh, well, but when you uh, go for the uh, regular tomatoes, then they was it a three or yeah, I think it's yeah, three, three plant, three, three. Uh, fruit, and you're and looking so for the uniformity. Key there, key there is uniformity. Yeah, good size, but uniformity. They can even be green, gang. So don't yeah. don't dis- dismiss them if they're green. <laughs> and then there's uh, on the li- on the smaller tomatoes, BHN 968s and our uh, uh, cr- uh, help us, Milton. Oh, what's our other favorite? Uh, small ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well you mentioned uh, VHN. Uh, are the Romas or the? No, no. The, the, the cherries, the, the good one. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the good small. Oh, for, uh, for crystal. Yeah, I'm blanking out too. <laughs> all right. Well, on the little tomatoes, the clusters. Uh, yeah. Do the best. They're most successful in, in winning the contest. And and there's if this is going to be same kind of prizes as in past years, pretty generous. Yeah. Prizes, yeah. Uh, you know, may. Uh, good dollars and uh, gift certificates. Yeah, and it's a it's a lot of fun. So kind of lo- kind of look that up because you want to be thinking about it at, uh, starting now as you prepare for the tomato contest. You might even have some plants designated as your contest plants. Yeah, that's other, a good idea. And your other plants designated for yeah meet, meeting the needs of your kitchen. And you want to put <laughs> you want to put. Uh, a cage around them or something around them. Yeah, so there's no Keep bird. the birds from pecking no, on that, them. That's a good point because uh, we mentioned uniformity. Oh, yeah. They don't have to be the, you know, for the regular uh, entries. They don't have to be the largest, but they yeah. you got nice three of them, nice uniform. Mm-hmm. And they don't have insect yeah. bites or uh, bird yeah. nibble, nibbles. Those are the ones that really have a good chance. And then you're talking about um, g- generally three prizes in every category, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of chance to win. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the uh, what? What most people, the mistake they make is they'll have two medium-sized tomatoes. Oh, yeah. And they've got to have three. And they can't resist that one big one. There you go. Got to put that one big one in there. And that messes the whole thing up. Yeah. So you want them all the same size. But have the one, except for the big one, have one big one to compete in the yeah. largest tomato and then have the three uniform for the uh, traditional. And in the uh, cherry tomatoes, you have a cluster, the, the normal <coughs> cluster that they grow on. <laughs> so look it up. Plantanswers.com does a good uh, good yeah. job of describing that. I think we got pictures too. Mm-hmm. For uh, past winners and stuff, yeah. <laughs> uh, I found something exciting. Uh-oh. You know, we've we've discussed uh, purple tomatoes. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Cherokee purple. Yeah, yeah that's all the those kind of purple. But we've always said they don't have any uh, disease resistance. 
you know, they're, they've got problems with that because they're old-fashioned and uh, heirloom. So uh, they don't have any disease resistance. I came across the deal of new releases, and uh, they describe a tomato called purple zebra. Hmm. Purple zebra, like the animal. Mm -hmm. Kind of like our uh, red snapper. Right, the the zebra. Yes. I miss our red snapper. We the haven't seen it. We didn't <laughs> see it this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think we have. But anyway, this write-up says A.P. Watley's, Watley's Purple Zebra Tomato is a striped tomato, new addition to the striped tomatoes, producing tomatoes that are with a rich, complex flavor and a moderately firm texture. Uh, dark red fruits with green stripes and a deep mahogany red interior do not produce a muddy coloration like other tomatoes of this type. Uh, but anyway, they get down there and say... Oh, that's funny. They described it as muddy. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good <laughs> job because it's kind of drifts. Colors are in drifts. Overall, this tomato has a better taste and thinner skin in comparisons with excellent disease resistance. Uh... It has high disease resistance to tomato mosaic virus. That's no problem. Verticillium wilt, two, two races. Fusarium wilt, race one. That kills the plant in the ground. Leaf mold, uh, which shows up in a greenhouse and high humidity. Late blight. Yeah, that shows up. And intermediate resistance to tomato yellow leaf curl virus, which wiped us out about what, four or five years ago, and tomato spotted wilt virus. So uh, that's, that's a good disease package there. Uh, it's called A.P. Watley's Purple. What kind? Of, what is it, man? Zebra. Zebra method. That's Can't probably too late for uh, the competing this. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, uh, it's the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah. And I, I looked first, when I saw it, I looked first for the diseases. I'm still trying to think of that, uh, our favorite tasty tomato next to BHN 968. I'm trying to remember, too, which... You guys. Somebody are out, out there help us on the... Well, yeah, we're looking for a tasty cherry... <laughs> how, yeah. how big do they get? They're well, they tear shaped. They're grape shaped. Oh, they're grape shaped. Yes, we spent <laughs> hours talking about them and and growing them and tasting. Them. And you can't remember Milton? No. Gosh, Milton's as bad as we are, and he's young. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to remember all the ones we talked about here. All. Is it on Plant Answers? I could go look. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, lots, yeah. Lots of times. All right. Let me go cheat. It was a superstar. Uh, yeah, this last? Last year, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, last year? Yes. Uh -huh. Ruby. Ruby. Ruby, Ruby Crush. Crush. Okay. There Good go. for you, Calvin. Good. Calvin got it. You show these young guys. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually think of names about uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. And all at once. Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 or the name comes up and I say, 
what was I trying to do? <laughs> what, what did that relate to? <laughs> I got a good rain report uh, from Dennis, our rain Yeah. Man. He says, San Antonio is so close to being four inches, 3.98 inches for the year as of 5-5-0-22. And it says, congratulations to Jerry. He got his two-tenths of an inch of rain again on 5-4-22. Yeah. It was 0.23 inches. Well, I got very good news. Yeah. I must have had a storm come through. I had a lot of lightning that night. Oh. And I had over an inch of rain. When? Oh, when was this? Monday, I guess it was. Did, so did somebody like, somebody just sneak into your yard? No. Before <laughs> your neighbors are all giggling right now. It, it, filled the <laughs> it filled the cat bowl up. Oh, wow. That's a and it washed the leaves in well, the street. What are all those cats going to do with the uh, water? <laughs> the, yeah. the <laughs> so... Uh, and I've been watering my citrus that's coming sprouting back up. And I looked at it uh, day before yesterday, and it's got new growth. It's it's forcing new growth. So I don't well, know. my my lime, the Mexican lime, is kind of driving me crazy because it's <laughs> sending out these wonderful sp- spikes and then then die back. And I can't quite figure out why. They look like they're just ready for action and yeah from uh, the from the bottom plant yeah and uh and it's didn't li- blow uh, off it's lime they, they well you're you're probably right with this last one yeah. because of that wind they blow off real easy uh interesting thing you know you remember back when the blue bonnets first started blooming everywhere mm-hmm. and i told people i said you better water those blue bonnets if you want them to produce seed. You did, and uh, I didn't. I didn't realize how wise I was being until uh, last week. Doctor St- Larry Stein and uh, David Rodriguez and his master gardeners went out and harvested the uh, uh, Verstraten uh, blue bonnets which are the uh, Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue. And I talked to Dr. Stein about it. He said, I said, uh, they weren't watered at, at Verstraten's. And uh, I asked him how the, the blue bonnets for, uh, harvest was. And he said, the plants around the edges of the field had lots of good seed, but none no no seed hardly in the middle of the patch huh. and so <laughs> the reason they were good around the edges of the planting is because they're joining a cornfield oh which probably got watered yeah got watered and uh that made the difference in an abundant crop harvest and a and no harvest at all. Hey, we need to talk to Larry on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. Is he calling in? I think, it's a, I think it's a different Larry. Oh. Hey, Larry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Wonderful. No, this is not uh, Larry Stein. Uh, That's Esperanza. okay. 
about 40 inches tall, uh, been in the ground about, I don't know, eight or nine years. It's not a gold star. Flower spikes just started popping up a couple of days ago. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're, he's giving and us then, a report. And exactly. Oh. I'm reporting on Esperanza. And then and then uh, the other question is, is Sweet 100 and Juliet going to be in the same tomato class? Juliet. For the, con- for the contest. Oh, oh that, yeah. yeah, that'll be in the main. Yeah, you can same, you can enter same, anything. Same, no, no, you're in the same category. The same category, oh, exactly. Oh, oh. And how how many clusters uh, should you turn in? It's uh, six or eight tomatoes. What is it? I, oh, I are, look are, at is it the Juliet or the cherry? Yeah, yeah. That's a great. That's a Juliet. Uh, a grape cherry. I th- yeah. I think uh, I'm not sure how closely they define it. I think they. Refer to a, I think you you'll be safe with a natural cluster, which yeah. is okay. different than and just area. one, and, no. and just one. I don't need more than one. Well, I, I, I can't only one, the number of tomatoes. Yeah, but you 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 can only enter one plant group. Cluster. One, yeah. yeah. Cluster. Yeah. But if, if if there's less than the recommended, are they? recommended amount of number of uh, tomatoes of Juliet you will have to have two clusters on the plate well you know how the you know how sometimes Juliet you'll have uh, the older tomatoes will ripen first so if I'm if I'm going to turn some in then I would I would cut the whole cluster off even if some of them are still green correct right 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 yeah do you use your discretion because uh, if it's Attractive and natural looking, it's got a good chance. Now, okay. I don't, I don't know who's going to be judging, but I, I, I guarantee you, if I was judging, your clusters would work, would win. See. But if that David well, Rodriguez you. is judging, it'd be you a different story. Know. Well, uh, is that because you've got you're taller and you have uh, better bifocals? Do what? <laughs> or better. Oh, but, oh but, better bifocals? It is, his hearing isn't as good. Though. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Okay, Thanks. one last thing. Did y'all yeah. mention that it's uh, that it's National uh, Naked Gardening Day? We did not. It is. Today is Bad. International Naked Gardening Day. And maybe we're on the porch celebrating it. Uh. Exactly. I hope <laughs> you are. Well, <laughs> Bye, guys. We could be Happy because Mother's everybody is avoiding us. Yeah, they seem to be. Oh, nobody's coming over to talk be. to us today. Right, <laughs> Thanks, Larry. You Bye. too. Bye, Larry. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah we're talking about uh, blue bonnet seed. Right. And, you know, it takes you about 40 years to figure those, some things out. Forever, we've been telling people to harvest the blue bonnet seed uh, or the whole plant. Uh oh. Bless you. you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, not doing that into the mic. <laughs> harvest the whole plant, put it in a paper bag upside down. And uh, we've been recommending that forever. But the deal is, very seldom will they pop. In that paper paper bag. Oh, okay. And so we we have found that they need to be uh, 
need sunlight. I don't know what it does to them. And uh, low humidity for them to pop. So they'll never pop in that paper bag. So we should have at least warned people about that. Well, now, you can still shell them out. I was going to say, well, it worked <coughs> for us, but when we did that, it was in a greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, the humidity was yeah. low. I don't think it rained the whole time. But there was the sun beating down mm -hmm. on us, and it worked perfectly. Yeah, that we've uh, always done it in a greenhouse. But uh, we've lost our greenhouse. Uh what kind of Esperanza is that right there? Gold Star. Is that Gold Star? I'm pretty sure. Well, it's got three three leaves and 17 <laughs> flowers. That may be it. That method is good. You've he, taught he, me he, well. Higgin? Yeah. I, I can show you the picture. And, and, and besides the fact that it's here in the middle of Millburgers, they would not allow <laughs> yeah. a, a non-Esperanza, a non-Gold <laughs> Gold Star, Star to be on the property. Hey, yeah. we need to take a break. Give me a break. I'm going to give you one right now. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. You thought you hadn't found a good girl. If you're looking for a, a place to go to get your compost, to get your soil, to get your mulch, then you go over there to Second Nature right there on Nelson Road uh, in San Antonio. It's uh, 8449 Nelson Road, and uh, you can call Is that me. an appropriate Mother's Day present? Sure. Compost? Get it for the roses. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I gave... Uh, uh, man uh, horse manure to my wife one time on Valentine. Uh -huh. On Valentine. You mean your ex? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know what happened. Kevin. You may not want to take that advice. <laughs> just saying. But if you're looking for uh, great soils, terrific compost, and mulches, Second Nature is new to. Uh, they're not new to San Antonio. They're just new to the business, uh, but they've been doing it for a long time, and uh, they can help you out. They're open Monday through Friday from eight to five. Uh, but they deliver, so give them a call, 210-960-6440. skillful to sw he switched over uh -huh. pretty well. Did a good oh. job, Milton. Oh, thank you. 210-960-6440. Go on their uh, thing. You can see their project calculator. You can see all the different descriptions of the soils and mulches that's all uh, locally, uh, locally produced, too, right here in San Antonio. We got all kinds of neat uh, uh, presents here in Millburgers, don't we, for Mother's Day? Yeah, we do. What, yeah. do, what, do, what do you suggest? Phalaenopsis orchids. Uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, of course, the begonias and whoppers and uh, moss roses, zinnias, lots of nice zinnias. And vinca. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the vinca. Uh, vinca I think a few of the white vinca left, but there's lots of colored vinca. And uh, pentas. Lots of... Uh, Oh, what about those beautiful uh, uh, blue uh, plumbagos? Oh, yeah. They're walking out of here. Yeah, they are. They got some big, larger plants. 
that was nice of Calvin sacrificed. He did not go and get the white fingers. Yeah, that was nice of him. So just another, for you. Another error on my part. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and then the other thing, if you if you got somebody that's interested in the uh, butterfly situation, the, the selection of uh, the milkweeds, are, it's just great. They look good. There's some of them showing blooms here. Just the time we've been doing the radio here, the blooms have opened up. Can't can't be because it's 100 degrees and full sun, can it? No. Sure. <laughs> but there's also also the, some wonderful mist flowers yeah, over there. They're, they're full of blooms. And that, was, that first time I saw that plant, it really impressed me because it was just loaded with uh, butterflies. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's an old-fashioned kind of plant, kind yeah. of covered with blooms all the time, and then they, they, yeah. they kind of lay over. Yeah. So it's not a disciplined thing, but <laughs> it's, it's hard to find one where there's more butterflies oh, yeah. than on a mist flower. And it's interesting they uh, they seem to attract that uh, what the one that's not a monarch but looks like a monarch. Oh gosh. Uh, uh, Queen. <laughs> Queens. Uh, yeah. yeah. Queens, and also the the ones that. Uh, Lay their eggs on uh, the vine, the vines with the, the blooms. Yeah, over there. That's oh, a, that's oh, yeah. citrus. A guy, no, 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 this one, this one is uh, another, and it's uh, failing me. But it's, it looks <coughs> like another. It's another one. that looks like a monarch. Oh, okay. It, it lays its eggs on the uh, vine that has the the bloom, and the vines kind of take over. Yeah, and they, the vine the those butterfly, those caterpillars will sometimes eat the, almost all the foliage off, but there's still blooms on. No, oh, yeah. Thing. But anyhow, they they also really like the uh, misfly. In hey, fact, oh. you got a there's a there's a list. There's almost no butterfly that won't uh, be attracted to misflower. That's true. Franklin is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Hey there, Franklin. What's going on? How are you doing today? Hey, you fabulous people. If I couldn't be good on a day like today, they'd revoke my license to be human. How <laughs> are you guys Man. doing? Doing well. How are <laughs> you doing? Yeah, well, busy as a one-legged man in a room full of ball bearings, but it, I'm holding up. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, I wanted to ask you all, that lady called in a while back uh, about her, her sweet potato vine. I kind of got the impression that she was growing it in a shady place. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, if you're going to get sweet potatoes off the vine and everything like that, that uh, you had to have full sun. What's y'all's recommendations on that? Well, uh, she's not after sweet potatoes. She's not after the the root. Yeah, but I am. (laughs) She's getting roots anyway. Yeah, they'll do well in... uh, partial shade and uh uh-huh. i don't know i don't know what they do in full shade but uh uh yeah dappled it, it, dappled it, should be good yeah, right 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 absolutely but well uh, what about full sun are they gonna are they gonna is no, it gonna burn believe, them? believe it or not that uh like i said we looked at that uh sweet potato vine uh years ago for a texas superstar i've been uh-huh. recommended by greg grant Oh. And of course, the rest of us poo-pooed it. And Greg well, said, you know, it, it's even all if it over comes the United from Greg, States. It's probably a people, good idea. Uh, people, people are using that all over the United States. 
but uh, yeah. I was I was like yeah, I was thinking that <laughs> they were using it in in uh, landscapes at the entrance on the entrance ways to these uh, subdivisions. Yeah. And it's it and it's it's yellow. Let's see. There's, there's about three colors of them, but the one let's see, attractive leaves in lime green and dark purple that maintain their color throughout the season. I always uh-huh. thought that that uh, lime gl- green one, which we sell most of, uh, would burn up in full sun. But I haven't seen uh-huh. it burn up at these uh, subdivision entries. Yeah, the purple one is harder to keep going than the, oh, yeah. the lime green Yeah, one. the lime green is probably hardier. Uh, well, you know, my problem with sweet potatoes has always been I, I can't get the, the, uh, the shoots to sprout right. I've never had good luck with that. And I figured if you got the vine going and it's going to produce the sweet potatoes, then I'm I'm a, I'm two steps ahead. Uh, is that not a good idea? Your your problem has been what? Well, the sweet I, I, you know, when you you let them uh, uh, send out the shoots, right? Then you cut those shoots off and you plant them, right? Yeah, right. The shoot. It's not like a potato. You, yeah, you don't divide them. You you no. take the shoots off. You don't put the whole yeah. thing like oh, you do with slips. a potato. Yeah, it's, that's it. Splits. Okay. Yeah. And you can plant them upside uh, or down slip. or right side up. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you can it. Well, it doesn't matter for me either because I never had been able to get it to go. But I figured if you've already got one started, and it'll make sweet potatoes. Uh, you know, then I'm two steps ahead of the game. Well, yeah, but uh, but that's kind it's of not. A, well, what do you what do you mean you, you never could get them to never could get them to root? No, I never could get them to come up and and uh, produce the vine and everything. So they oh. make the sweet potato. Okay. Uh, how, yeah. how did you so, handle the the root the sweet potato root? Well, I I took the uh, I took the slip. And I put it in the ground in the, in a pot. I put it in a pot. I put it in the ground. I've tried several different ways, and uh, nothing to keep it watered and moist, but not overwatered. Yeah. And uh, I just never got any production or anything out of it. So I figured if, make, if that make, vine did it, is did it make a vine? No, it never. It just died. It never did do anything for oh, me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I figured if you've got the already the vine going, then well, if I put the vine in, then I'd be able to get some, some sweet potatoes off it. Yeah, well, uh, I would give it another try. That's not try. a perennial, though, is it? It's no. not a perennial, that no. vine. No. Now, some a, years yeah. you'll get a second, It'll get depending on how mild the uh-huh. weather, weather is. Yeah, if you leave, yeah. The, if you leave the root, yeah, that's what a sweet potato is, in the ground... Yeah. Uh, it'll come back probably the next year. Sometime, yeah. I but, I never uh, had the purple well, come back, but I had the light green come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was thinking, you know, because it, they're they're easy to root supposedly, but if I got a growing vine, I could I could just uh, take the tip of the vine, put sure. that in uh, to the ground, bury it, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, and uh, then kind of go along like that. And when it rooted in that point, then I could, I could cut off from the the original, and and we get more production yeah, out of it. 
You're yeah. making you're making too this too yeah. hard. Don't don't uh, bury <laughs> don't bury it too far. Just have it on the surface. No, just uh, put it in the ground so it's got uh, contact and it's somewhat covered. Maybe put a little root tone on the on the tip so it'll get the idea I want it to root. Yeah. Uh, do you you yeah, get on the like internet? That. Do you get on the internet? Don't you? Uh, yeah, I've been known to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go to pl- go on Plant Answers. Go on the Plant yeah. Answers, and do a search uh-huh. in the search first search box for sweet potatoes. Yeah, for sweet potatoes. Sweet and potatoes. That'll, that'll give you. I'll c- carry you for probably the A and M site where they have actual uh-huh. drawings or uh, diagrams. Yeah. Of how I've to, actually gone there. I've done that. It didn't do me any good. Well, <laughs> try it again. I know some things like I can't. I for some reason I can't grow time. I guess I'm timeless. <laughs> there you uh, go. Uh, what the? Uh, are you in sand? No, no. I'm up here. I'm not far from Millburgers, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. Is that clay soil? And I've I've made additions to the soil with. Uh, Okay. Uh, compost and and uh, uh, dirt uh, soil what, from what from kind of root did, and stuff like that. What kind of sweet potato root did you use? Just where'd you, uh, where'd you get the pl- one I root got from the grocery store. I never okay. could find one at Millburgers yeah. or anything yeah, like no, that. Nobody sells. No, sweet they don't. Yeah, but, so you uh, know, I I just get it from the grocery store and 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 kind of set it in the ground in, in a box, and when it got uh, sprouts up, uh, I'd take those uh, slips, rather. Yeah. I'd take the slips and cut them off. I don't know. Uh, I cut them off. I tried. I, I pull, tried, pull uh, them off. Don't just breaking them off. off. I just, yeah, I, I tried breaking them off. I tried cutting them off with a little bit of the sweet potato still on there. I tried several different ways, and nothing I tried really worked for me. Mm. Okay. Well, which is weird. <laughs> I can't it figure should... that out because sweet potatoes are one of the easiest things no. in the world to root. Yeah, that's grow. what I'm told, and and yeah, yeah. Okay, go. I go can get root your, figs go... and I root roses and everything else, but sweet potatoes. <laughs> okay. Go ha- get have go get your me. sweet potato at the, at the grocery, and yeah. uh, uh, get one. But if you, you don't can recommend find... the vine. If I bought the vine, no, I, no. I, I'd be already there, wouldn't I? Then, no, 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 no. Forget that. Okay. Forget that you ever thought of that. That was a Milton thought. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, on Uncle Milton. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> He's such a anyway, nice guy. Anyway, get, get your sweet potato. It's not too late to start it. And yeah. uh, if you got, if we got a, a five-gallon pot, bury uh-huh. that root that you got. Uh, about yeah. uh, four inches deep. You mean the 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 the, the, the whole the, sweet potato? The root lay, lay it flat. Yeah. And bury it four inches deep in potting mix. In potting mix, okay. Yeah, and, uh, and it should sprout. Well, if you can find one that's already got sprouts at the end, I mean, not yeah. like a Irish potato, but uh. It'll it'll have shoot, shoots at the end. Yeah, or yeah. A little little bitty deal. Now they may yeah have, they come off all over the yeah, thing eventually. They may have uh, they may have uh, sprayed those things or something to keep them yeah, from that's, sprouting. That's, yeah, that's what I was but, thinking was maybe but, the problem why I couldn't get it to 
to root. Well, so you or, need to get organic sweet potatoes. <laughs> and if you want organic, if you want sure. to, if you want to try something That's a good idea. different, get don't ever tell Milton he had a good idea. Thank you, Franklin. <laughs> We will not let you treasure call it, in again it, if Milton. you tell me. I will, I will. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, you know how kids uh, a lot of times will get a sweet, a sweet potato and uh, put pick, ice picks, not ice picks, yeah. uh, uh, toothpicks. Yeah, toothpicks. No, I, uh, around toothpicks it and, and put hang them in, it over a yeah, over it, the, yeah, the bowl. Yeah. yeah, put them over, put them in water, leave the yeah. top out, uh, the pot put send uh-huh. out the shoot and and try it in the water too and, yeah well that's a uh, water it, shoot and, and usually they don't do too well do they i well, mean now that's it, how my mom used to root figs there you uh, go she she'd take them in the in the winter and she'd put them all in a big uh, five gallon bucket with water in it keep the water in it and then uh the next year after the fig died because it got too cold uh we'd go out and replant them there you go. Yeah, you listen. You should have listened to your mother, Franklin. Franklin, we need to run. Uh, I okay. did listen to my mother. I still, my orange tree is coming back. Thank God. Oh, good. I can't believe it froze back twice. So, so it's <laughs> it's it's still going. I mean, All my right. orange tree. Yeah, that's what I said. Try those two okay. things with the sweet okay. potato. And, okay. Uh, give us a report back. And give us a report back. Thank you, Franklin. I will do that very same thing. Thank you yeah, very you. much. And don't brag care. on Milton ever again. Uh, thank you, Franklin. Trip is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trip? Thanks for waiting. How can we help you? Okay, well, I got the tomatoes in the ground like you told me, and it looks like that made them survive. But I have another question. All right. Can, can I grow agaritas from seeds? Uh, they have they have a real small seed, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I I've never heard of anybody growing them from seed, but could, okay. but uh, but they they're in thickets, and so you know that uh, uh, they may have some of them may have come up from seed. Uh huh. But uh, well, I found you, a bunch of bushes, and I picked a bunch of them. So I guess just dry them out like I would a regular seed and. And then I would I would squeeze the seed. Uh, they, they need to be red. Uh huh. They're red. Uh, squeeze the seed on a on a car, piece of cardboard uh-huh. and uh, spread the seed out. The seed is real fine, like petunia seed. Right. So uh, and then let it dry like that. Don't don't just leave it in the fruit. Uh huh. You know, get the juice out of it and let the juice dry and the seed can oh, okay. be there. Now, I, if I had to guess, I would imagine they need to be, well, I don't know if they need a stratification in cold temperatures or not since they grow uh-huh. down here. Right. I'd, I'd just get the seed and then uh, put them in a good potting mix. Uh right on the surface and uh, put that uh, plastic over to keep the humidity high in there okay. and see, give it a try. Or okay. you can you can also uh, do a search for uh, seed of agarita. I'm playing answers? 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Use that search engine, but uh, I don't have anything on growing okay. agaritas from seed. Okay. Well, if it works, I'll let you know that it. Yeah, does. Yeah. yeah. We can. It. We'll ask callers to call in too and see if they've had any luck doing that. Okay. All right. Thank All right. you, Trip. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, ma'am. You too. <laughs> All right. Calvin, you've have you grown agaritas from seeds? Agarita from seed? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't grown up. They're they're easier to grow from. You're talking about the, the thorny the berry, thing with the berry. Yeah. Yeah. He's got. We had a listener who trip was just called, and so I, I thought I'd ask. But we, if we have any uh, listeners see, that have grown uh, them from seed, call I, us two one zero. They generally just root those things like they would do. A, I don't know how difficult they are compared to roses, but you just use the same technique. No, I think you got some seeds. And there, in so fact, you can t- you can dig a little piece of the root out with a little of the stem because they there you spread go. pretty fair. All right, so uh, there you go. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevard Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. I think he's passed too. Yes, he has. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a Mother's Day gift that works as hard as Mama, you need to get the tree hugger sprinklers right here at Millburgers. I love mine. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad it's working out for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jerry's got the 7-inch the sprinkler. There's also an 11 and a 15. And what happens is it's a cool invention. In fact, it's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Product at the National Hardware Show. It's got kind of a, a hinge on it, so it opens up. It's a plastic sprinkler. You hug the tree at the bottom, and then you close it up. Jerry doesn't uh, close Oh, you up. don't have to. Jerry doesn't close his up. <laughs> But well, uh, the, the trunk, the trunk on my citrus that froze down is is yeah. large. It will not close around that trunk. But you like the fact that you can adjust the water. Yeah, you just yes. leave it open a yeah. little bit. Yeah, there you go. And so, the thing shoots well, you out des- water. You decide whether you want to do that or not. But yeah, so you can uh, you control the water, the flow with the uh, with uh, on the tree hugger sprinkler, so you can get a little bit, so that it just goes right there where the sprinkler is, there and maybe go. gets the uh, uh, the roots, and uh, or if you're looking for the drip line, you can do it at a higher level, and it'll get the drip line too. So, tree hugger sprinklers right here at Millburgers. Find them online at treehuggersprinklers.com. They I called them on Friday, and they said that. Uh, that sales are going really well, so they're happy about that. Oh, and good. Yeah, I'm glad to. It really is a good product. It's a good product. All righty. How about Richard on the line at 210-308-8867? What's going on, Richard? Hey, I've got some tomato plants that have tiny little black spots on the underside of the leaves. What do I do with those? The little black spots, where are they? Underside of the leaves. On the underside of the leaves. On tomatoes, you said. Is it? Is it? On uh, tomatoes. Is it round? Uh, are they round like a ball? Are they very small? Well, they're pretty. They're real. They're real small, but I would say they probably are round. It's hard to tell. Yeah. No. Oh. I think that's poop, isn't it? 
Looks like it. Insect poop. Do you uh, you don't see any insects of any kind? No, I haven't. Are the leaves uh, they've changed color at all? No, no, the leaves look like they're still uh, vital. Uh, how? What about tomatoes? It's setting fruit. Yeah, there are blooms and there are uh, tomatoes setting. Hmm. I think that's some kind of insect. Uh, I can't think of what it might be. But uh, it doesn't sound like it's spider mites. No. Which is me. That with uh, the state of your plants means that you might have a chance of getting a, a crop, full do you, crop. Do you see any stink bugs out there? No, I haven't seen any bugs. Okay. I mean, they may be there, but I haven't seen them. Okay. That's all right. My uh, wife's. My wife says these these things are smaller smaller than an aphid. Okay. Oh, the bugs the bugs that she sees are smaller than an aphid. And there's no. Oh, the egg. And there's no feeding on the foliage that you can see. No, no. And they're pretty much all over the bottom bottom side of the leaves. Well, yeah. you can if you just follow through. You got another month plus uh, the other op- option option would, wouldn't hurt anything too if you got any spinosad or yeah. uh, in your you know if you got some at home already or you just want to get some it's an organic and uh, uh, does a does a good job especially on small insects like that yeah and remind, now, what, what are you saying spinosad do you know it the product Spinosad. No, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. It's, it's How do you spell that? Spin. S P I N. O S A P. O Okay. Yeah. And it's it's a okay, it's an it, active ingredient that's organic that's labeled for oh lots of in, insects in, and especially in vegetable gardens and fire ants. Okay. Yeah. And it's liquid, and you mix it and spray it. Right. Yeah, it's lots of yeah, lot lots of variations. You get kind of choices, but uh, yeah, get, look for one that meets your needs and uh, easy to use. How many tomatoes plants do you have? I've got seven. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, it'd be worth it. Yeah, you can get a spray on. I mean, uh, attached to the hose, spray on. That'd be easy. That'd be pretty that easy. You won't even have to yeah. mix. And that would be. Oh, I see what that, you mean. Yeah, and that would give you a, a fast response too. Yeah. Okay. Are you, or you can buy the concentrate and mix it, huh? Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. Okay. And do I need a, some systemic? Uh, no. Uh, no. 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 Don't need you're, that. No. Yeah, you're talking. You're talking about a month. Let's see, month and a half. Or yeah, almost two almost two months. So all your well, I got nine sixty eights that'll be be coming up within I say four weeks anyway. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. They got plenty of fruit on them, right? Yeah. And they're yeah, they the, do. They're, they're the ones that'll be less affected by your little insects. Mm-hmm. But your, okay. your, big, your bigger ones will. will be okay. The other ones. The other ones I have are celebrities, and then I have one of the. Uh, the 2022 radio rodeo. Okay, great. All right. Okay, so I, I can use that on all of them, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thank you, right. sir. Okay. I'm, 
I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, you for calling. All right, Greg, you, you're probably going to get the last question in today, and it's about Rio Grande Gold Peppers, huh? What's going on? Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Greg. I'm, uh, I'm your North Texas grower of the Rio Grande Gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're on Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Calling in with reports, so they're all uh, they're all planted, and I got three of them. Oh wow! They've added about okay. uh, they've added about four inches in height, and uh, <laughs> they're they're all about uh, probably twelve to fourteen inches wide now. So I would say oh, they're good. doing pretty good. Um, yeah. My one question is: so at the very top of the plant, where the new uh, leaves have been coming in. I'm starting to see some little tiny balls, um, buds, balls, whatever you want to call them. Would that be the, the beginning of peppers, or is that just new uh, leaves? No, uh, that can be a, a pepper bloom and peppers. Okay. Yeah, because they don't look like the, how the leaves are sprouting. Like I said, they're like almost little, minuscule cabbage-looking things. So. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's uh, the blooms forming. All right. Now, yeah. did, did you get all sweet Rio Grande Gold, yeah. or did you get a hot one? No, the the three I got were the sweet, and uh, my buddy that was with me that day, he got uh, one of the hots and then a couple of the... Well, Joe, yeah, I think old as well. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. And so between and the two of us, and they are there are supplies still here at Milburgers. Yeah, we wanted to mention yeah. that. I thought once they sold out of all the Rio Grande Gold hot, that uh, there wasn't going to be any more. But uh, they said they got a shipment in this week of the hot oh. Rio Grande yeah. Gold. Yeah. So you recommend it, huh? And the sweet, huh, Greg? And sweet. Oh yeah. <laughs> All yeah, the way definitely. from North Texas. So they're, they're doing, so we appreciate they're doing you coming well. by. We appreciate you coming yeah. by. Yeah, that's fun. And mine yeah. uh, might have some uh, are doing well too. So this is cool. All right, we'll have and don't forget you're supposed to save some seeds. Absolutely. You bet. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for the report. Keep us informed. All right, Greg. See you guys later. Bye bye. All right, uh, we'll give the phone number out again, but we're just about out of time. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. And toll free, it's 866 308 8867. This is the purpose, perfect place. David, uh, uh, perfect place. Ah, sorry, Calvin. I'm throwing that thing at me, man. I'm sorry. To get your, uh, got a great gift from mom, from citrus to. Uh, orchids to even roses. a gift certificate. Yeah, a gift certificate might be yeah. might be good too. Yeah, and roses and citrus. Yeah, roses and citrus would be good. Uh, sweet what, potato vines. Yeah, was da- was David here today? Yeah, he made a he made a quick he, circle. He and ran off. off. Yeah. Okay. I said, David, can you talk to us? No, I don't want to talk to you people. Uh. <laughs> no, he had someplace else he needed to be. Oh. So yeah. So we'll have to we'll we'll talk to him next time. I imagine he had a good crowd because we got yeah, he a said it was, good crowd. Uh, in I, I walked by, and it was a good crowd, and he said they were real active and attentive and stuff. So that's good. Asking lots of good questions. And David's nice because he will stay and answer those questions, too. I think uh, I think he was supposed to be through at 1130, and we saw him about just a little bit before noon. So, yeah. Yeah. He, he that, was working that's, hard. That's extension in him. Okay. We don't. 
don't leave any person behind. That's <laughs> anybody who's got a question is going to get an right, answer. Right. I see. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. So David does that one. You want to find out when the next uh, presentation by David is going to be here at Millburgers, you go to millburgernursery.com. Again, that's millburgernursery.com. There you'll find the sale items. You'll find links to all to many of the things that we talk about. Yeah. Too. And at, bo- at the bottom of those sales items are the coming events. Yep. There you go. And the blood drive. There, the blood drive is coming up, I think, in June. So, yeah. 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 All right. We'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, thank you very Tomato much. Tomato contest June, up. Yeah, June 4th. All the, all the rules and stuff will be on there, too. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 a.m. The- Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.